When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to Garibaldi Reds, a Nottingham Forest podcast brought to you by Nottinghamshire Live. We're with you on Boxing Day to reflect on Forest's brilliant performance away at Newcastle at uh, St. James's Park and Forest win 3-1, a Crisswood hat-trick, things you never thought you might see, especially on Boxing Day. It really is a Christmas miracle. I've even got the Christmas jumper on because I am feeling very festive at the minute. It's the first win for Forest in 51 days and it ends that awful away form as well. And of course, uh, the winless run we were on in 14 games. Joining me to discuss all of that and more is a very festive Mark below us. Uh, Mark runs, well, Mark, you you do a bit of Forest podcasting. Um, you're a familiar face and uh, and yeah, you're coming, from us, uh, coming to us from America today. Thanks for joining us. I'm delighted to be here. Yeah, I'm coming to you from snowy colorado we have a white christmas so fantastic very nice I, I like the i like the christmas jumper as well thank you so much look at that it's, <laughs> it's about as ugly as it can get but it is christmasy so you've always and and someone without a christmas jumper in the top corner is max uh max scott uh, forest fan and broadcaster max good to chat to you uh disappointed with your lack of christmas jumper though yeah, I, I, I feel like I've let the boys down here. So so if we do it in a year's time, then don't worry, I, I'll be there. Good, good. Um, and of course, the, this is pre-recorded. Uh, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and on YouTube. Um, we're going to read a few tweets out as well that people have been tweeting us on Garibaldi Red underscore with their thoughts on the game. So Forest win 3-1, a Crisswood hat-trick. It doesn't really get much better than that. Max, let's start with, with you. What did you make of the game? Um, kind of watching it on the TV, kind of a bit of a nervy start, but but Forrest mm. really grew into the game. Clive Tilsey said that actually on the coverage that kind of as the game went on, the Forest players got better and you could you could really sense that as well. And, and obviously three goals kind of show that as well. I mean, my immediate reaction is that it's just a massive relief, regardless of what side of the Cooper argument people fall on. Ultimately, what we needed Nuno to do is to try to stop the rot. And the, the game against Bournemouth was sort of clouded with controversy and it was just great today to finally get the win and particularly away. I think you're absolutely right. I, I thought defensively it, we looked incredibly nervous and tentative. But as the game grew on, we you could see the confidence flowing again. And it's the first time we've seen that since the Villa game, which was a long time ago in, in football. So massive relief. I think there's so many positives a Chriswood hat trick. I mean, who'd have thought that he could sort of that he could do that and and, and dink the ball over the keeper? Absolutely class, um, and it's just a massive relief. And again, regardless of how people feel about Cooper leaving, Nuno has done what he needed to do really, and he's done it in in, in really impressive form. I think with the players that he used, the rotations that he had, and doing it away from home at St James's Park, which isn't an easy place to go. 
No, it isn't an easy place to go at all. He made six changes uh, for Forest as well. Uh, Montiel coming in, as well as Ola Anya, Hudson Adoy, uh, and Joe Worrell, of course, just to name a few that made a return to the bench after the recent controversy surrounding him. Uh, Mark, just kind of touching on what Max said there, kind of really well-structured Forest performance. And, and that is the the, the difference for me in the past few games and of course since Nuno's arrival just two games now but in in a game against Bournemouth that was filled with controversy and Forest down to 10 men we still managed to score two goals from from open play we've scored three today Chris Wood's got a hat-trick and things all of a sudden look look very rosy don't they yeah they do and I think a few things have happened here I mean first off Chris Wood just a phenomenal performance from our New Zealander uh, as Mac mentioned, that second goal, Lord of the Dinks, right, from New Zealand. So fair play to him. But a few things have happened here. I think, you, you know, you're seeing the players re-energize because you have that new manager bounce. There's no doubt that's happening. Players contesting spots in the team. We hear continuously that the squad is too big. That's, I'm sure, a message that the players have picked up on. So everybody really is fighting for their livelihood. You see the change in formation, of course. But I think for me, the thing that's most fundamentally different, Max, and goes to your point about the goals we're scoring, is the repositioning of Morgan Gibbs-White. I think wherever you are on the Steve Cooper conversation, and I think most people were pro-Cooper, didn't want to see him go, uh, even those that did, still pro-Cooper. But I think one thing we could all agree on, regardless of what side of that argument you're on, was that Morgan Gibbs-White wasn't being played in the right position. I'm not blaming Cooper for that. He was trying to accommodate a lot of different players, and it forced Morgan Gibbs-White out wide. Where he is now, and the impact we're seeing him have on our offensive output, it's night and day. Yeah, it is. Morgan Gibbs-White, of course, playing in the middle. And then he had hudson Adoy on uh, the left and then Alanga uh, on the right. And then Chris Wood just in front. And, and that kind of final third of the attack for Forrest, Max, kind of picking up on, on what the media have been saying and, and kind of all the pundits since the the result um this afternoon is that is that it, it was just very very different and and it gave Forrest a lot of options going forward you know there was times when Alanga maybe should have had better decision making you know you look at that chance really in the first half to get Forrest level he didn't but then he made the right decision when when Morgan kind of found that space and, and played it into him and then Chris Wood gets his first and and eventually the equaliser for Forrest just before half time and and that's that's what happened. Forest Forest had something different today, and and for me, in the final third, just looked just looked really different, and and it was a breath of fresh air to see that. Yeah, and I think you know, there's no real argument about Morgan Gibbs White. Is there? He needs to play in that position. He's incredibly dynamic. His work rate is really sets the standard. And um, and he makes Forrest tick because he's just fantastic in tight spaces and can make chances out, out of nowhere. So I don't think there's any Forrest fan out there that would disagree that Morgan Gibbs White is finally playing in in that in his natural position. And you also have two quite sort of raw talents in Hudson Odoi and Alanga. You know, we're better for having an Anthony Alanga on the pitch. His pace is devastating. But if if his final ball, if he was more decisive and slightly more, you know, you, you could say cultured in the final third, that today would have been massively different. It would have been more than three because we got our, we really played to our strengths. You know, I think particularly in the second half, we were absolutely solid. And then we were able to break with the sort of dynamism of Morgan Gibbs-White and the pace and skill of Alanga and Hudson-Odoi. Once Alanga gets that right, 
then I really think you've he's then filled Brennan Johnson's boots a little bit. Um, and you can mm. see why United let him go. There's no, you know, his pace is devastating, but he, he's unable to make the right decisions all the time. But I'm sure that will come. He seems like an incredibly coachable player. Um, you know, and I know that he's sort of really highly rated at international level as well. Um, and so lots of positives. It could have, it's bizarre to think that we've beaten the team 3 1 away and it could have been more. <laughs> um, but here we are, three points later, looking at the positives and it's amazing what a win can do you know it was such a understandably toxic atmosphere after that loss to Bournemouth because all of the Cooper stuff that preceded it the nature of the refereeing performance how easily we conceded goals but it's just what we needed we needed to be able to get through that first half even though we looked a little bit nervous and then we just sort of it was that exponential improvement in that second half. And it was, it's just a massive relief, boys. I'm just so relieved about it. Max, yeah, can I just I pick think... up on something that, of course, the other Max said there very, very quickly about Morgan Gibbs White and your name check to Langer and your name check Brennan Johnson, kind of in the same uh, breath there. But I think that's important. I think there was some frustration on occasion around what Jono was delivering. And I think Morgan Gibbs White joining the team elevated Johnson and helped Johnson become a better player. I think we're seeing some of the same thing happening with Alanga. If you look at that ball, you, you talked about Alanga's decision-making on the you know the first instance where he didn't pass to Wood for the tap-in, and then on the second occasion he did. If you look at the ball that MGW plays him, he actually plays it in front of him to such an extent that he kind of takes the decision-making out of it. Like mm. All Alanga could do at that point was cut the ball back, right? He didn't put it into his feet where... He could have taken a shot. He kind of put him in a position where he's like, look, I'm going to put the ball exactly where it needs to be so you do the right thing with it next. And I think Morgan Gibbs, right, in addition to being a fantastic player in and of himself, he's starting to elevate those around him. Yeah. He is. And, 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 it, and, it's, a, and it's, a, it's a positive time probably to see, to see Morgan in a Forest shirt. And of course, Morgan's probably, Max, the most creative player. I'm just, I'm just kind of trying to think of the of the forest squad on, on a whole but some someone that can really change change the game um whether they start or even if if he came off the bench and and that's a short period of time that that Nuno's obviously played him in the middle and and such a big impact kind of how big is that not only for Morgan and obviously as as Mark was touching on there how how big it is for Forrest and, and him having that influence on other players but also just on a, on a whole, really, from from Nuno making just one little change, how it freed up so much space, so much time for other players today, and resulted in helping Chris Wood get get three goals at his former club. Absolutely, and we we need that from Morgan because he, I think, is our marquee player. We might have signs that cost more than him, but he, he's the person with the that that is that is the most full package of a player we've got. I think we all know. Morgan could be better in the final third, but he showed that today with that fantastic pass that's just been explained to Alanga, where it's so good, Alanga just needs to cross it and it's a goal. But I also think we've spoken about the players in front of Morgan Gibbs-White. I think the two midfielders behind him, particularly Sangare, I think there's another conversation about Danilo. I thought it was really interesting that he was kept on because he, he looked yeah. to really struggle. He gave the ball away a lot. I quite really? like that Nuno hasn't sort of pulled him and, and has, has trusted him. But I think particularly Sangare, because 
Morgan Gibbs White is central and he's sort of orchestrating things going forward. Sangare looks a, looks a little bit more comfortable today. It's really frustrating that he got that yellow card, particularly how, how little he's played this season. It would have been nice if that's what Nuno wants, to see him play a run of games. So that, that interruption is going to be frustrating. But I think he helped the players behind him because they have to do less if he's if he's just in front of them orchestrating things. And so you can see, and it's a relief for me as well, that Nuno is clearly sees him as, you know, the man. I think there was a slight worry that because it didn't quite work out when he was a teenager at Wolves, that he might ignore Morgan Gibbs. Well, that's clearly not the case. So he's he's the cornerstone, really, I think, for Forrest, not just going forward, but all over the pitch because his work he plays like a like a fan on the pitch. If I was talented enough, I'd you know, I'd, I'd be running like Morgan Gibbs-White, you know, or, or Ryan Yates when he's on the pitch. And I love that sort of deter- how determined he is and that dogged sort of a- attitude he's got. And I think that really helps when you're playing away at St. James's Park and you've got a player that's going at giving Guimaraes what Guimaraes gives everybody else. You know, I love to see it. You never know, Max, you might get a call up from you uh, one day um let's get <laughs> yeah sorry mate uh let's go to um twitter and see what uh, a lot of fans uh, said uh, jive coach uh, tweeted garibaldi red uh, and said uh, that trusting each other wasn't there in the first half second half it was turner still looks uncertain in his decision making i wish he'd commit and come out for strong uh, come out strong for the balls he goes for uh, callum hudson adoy made some good noise impressed uh, much needed win going into Saturday at home. Adrian says it just proves that Steve Cooper had run out of ideas. If this team could play football, they can keep the ball, they can control the game if they are allowed to. That's an interesting point. Let's let's pick up on that, um, that Adrian says, Mark. Is this, do you think, um, Nuno coming in from, from the past two games, he's had a week, a week and a half, less than that, with with the Forest players to to get his ideas across on the training ground. Morgan Gibbs White talked about in his interview with the TV cameras that he's tried to, to to help the boys understand how Nuno wants to play. Obviously, working with him in the past at Wolves. Do you think this is a uh, a new manager bounce? Do you think this is Nuno getting his ideas across? And and as Adrian maybe says there, almost the handbrake being taken off. Whereas whereas with Cooper, it could have been a different story today. You read my mind using that that phrase, new manager bounce, right? We often talk about the new uh, the new manager bounce as it relates to the players. Now, how does it relate to the manager? You think about the stress and the pressure that Cooper was under. His job was perpetually in jeopardy, and then it wasn't, and then it was again. And then it, I can't remember the exact time frame, but Brian Clough says something along the lines of, you know, do it, do all do all your dirty work, do everything you want to do, put everything in place. You know, put your mark on the club within the first, I think it was the first 30 days, because you're not getting fired, right? You've been hired for a reason. And I think the thing we're seeing with Nuno is um, he, he's been very courageous. He's come in, he's changed the structure. He has moved players around and put them in positions in which they're more comfortable. And we have a gung-ho kind of swashbuckling approach to our football now. I mean, it's no... It's no no accident, you know. We scored five goals in the last two games, um, and I think Nuno's going for it. He's laid down a marker very early and said, "This is what we want to do." Now it could have blown up in his face and not come off. It hasn't, even in the game we lost. It was still a good showing, um, and I like that. I like seeing that courage from from Nuno, and it's certainly emboldening the players as well, particularly 
in the uh, in the attacking part of the field. I, I think that's quite interesting, Mark, because there were lots of question marks around Nuno's boring football, wasn't there? Mm. You know, and I remember him at Wolves and thinking, you know, I, I didn't have, I can't, I didn't watch many Wolves games, but what he did at Wolves was fantastic, getting him to play European football. And it and it's interesting that that hasn't necessarily been the case, even with ten men against Bournemouth. He took Mangala off and brought Callum Hudson Odoi. Right. So again, it's 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 another refreshing element to particularly today's performances. You see players playing playing to their strengths, or, or Nuno playing to the players' strengths. So um, yeah, it, it, again, it's amazing what a win can do just to sort of relieve the the existential anxiety of being a football fan. Um, and I think a, a microcosm of that is how long as fans have we been talking about the inability to connect with Chris Wood up top, mm. right? We've just talked about that ad nauseum. You know, we can't make the best of him. He's not right for us because of the way we play. And yet somehow in the space of two games, we've been able to make that connection, right? There's that linkage. And it's not just MGW. I mean, look at the third goal today with Murillo sliding through the lines and breaking Wood on a on a, on a quick counter. I mean, it's we're finding ways to do it, to be creative. Um, yeah, Nuno is, is definitely being very courageous in this approach. It's good to see. He is, and 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 Max, do you think I kind of want to touch on his on his post post match interviews today? Mm. Um, if you haven't listened to them, I would hundred percent recommend anyone that's listening to us on YouTube, Spotify, or, or Apple Podcasts to go and listen to them at, after you've finished listening to us. And and he, he touched on on Cooper's work and and the culture. And what I like is is how he how he's thanking Steve Steve Cooper a lot. You know the man that that got Forrest promoted for the first time in twenty three years. You know always will be a legend around the city. That's something he, he's done, Max. And I really like that respect that he's brought to the club. And and now he's talking about kind of building on on that culture. But but how difficult a job is it for him? Do you think because he's 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 replacing? A manager that that was so popular with the fans, but then today, surely results like that would have obviously massively helped. Yeah, look, he'd be a fool not to credit Steve Cooper, and he'd and he'd be a fool not to um, talk about how amazing our fans are. I mean, it, it, I haven't seen anything like this in English football for a long time uh, in terms of the the support that was shown to to Steve Cooper. So it's an easy win. I mean, I, I agree with what he's doing, and I'm not being cynical about it, but. He has to do that. Um, but what I do like is that there's clearly, it, it, I think just in Nuno's language, he's speaking the owners, he's speaking Evangelos Maranakis's, he always singing to his tune because Maranakis's big thing is, of course, we should appreciate the history and be proud of that, but it's about a new era. And that's where his arguably, um, his his standards that are maybe too too quick um or his sort of expectancy for for success uh, but that's where that comes from from for maranakis because he's desperate to return forest to the big time and he's shown that in his investment and so clearly you can see um that nuno is he's not just thanking steve cooper for what he's done like all of the previous managers have you know banged on about brian clough he's also talking about building and so i think it shows a um a synergy between manager and ownership, which we've not seen, which has been lacking massively between Maranakis and Cooper. Obviously, you'd expect that two games in. Um, 
But yeah, all the right noises are coming out, Max, and we need that. You know, the the worst thing that could happen is for the for there to be a mutiny within the fan group. Um, and I'm sure Evangelos Maranakis is is going to sleep well tonight, knowing that we've gone and done what nobody said we were going to do. You know what? Watching all of the the pre match stuff, no one gave Forrest a chance, and I don't really blame them. Um, but yeah, he's making all the right noises, and he's giving he's given fans a reason to to believe in him, which, and, and if Forest fans believe they're the best fans out there, but if Forest fans see football in front of them, that doesn't work, that doesn't look positive, that's disjointed, then they're just going to, they're going to be frustrated. So, you know, good on him. He is. And, and, and Mark, how impressed have you been of Nuno, the way he's carried himself in, in the media and, and obviously today's result and, and even potentially the way he set us up against uh, Bournemouth, even though he had a few days with us. How impressed have you been with him kind of since he's come in? And, and do you think now is really the time after this result for Forest to kick on, Man United next Saturday? This is the time for, for the Nuno era to really begin. Yeah, I, it's a great question, Max. And I think, I mean, how can you not be impressed with him? I think you'd have to be a real real stick in the mud to not recognize what he's done in just a space of a couple of a couple of games uh, again I, I use the, the word courageous I've been really impressed with the way that he's attacked these games and I think Max mentioned this earlier as well um, one of the Maxes I can't keep the Maxes straight but uh, <laughs> one of you talked about the number of changes right from last game to this personnel changes and uh, in Nuno's post game uh, interview today with Colin Frey, you know, Colin asked him whether or not that was something that had to happen because you played most of the last game with 10 men and, and you know, indicated yes, you know, that definitely had an influence on it. But also, I want to get a look at all the boys, right? He keeps talking about the fact that the squad is too big. And so I, I like what he's doing right here and now, but I also like the mindfulness he has to bring in the other players, to layer them back in, right? Not to do wholesale changes, to your point, uh, Max, bring Joe Joe Worrell back in, who's been on the fringes for we don't know why, but it's certainly been some contention there. And he's doing a nice job of reintegrating players so he can get uh, get a look at them, uh, you know, in advance of January, where he's going to have to make some decisions. I, I hope seeing some players leave the club, but also bringing in one or two key acquisitions as well. So very impressed with him so far, Max. That, that's what I think made the, the win so impressive, is that he, he he brought in Montiel, brought in Dominguez off the bench, brought mm. in Worrell, which I think was a, a really brave decision because Worrell's been getting so much heat online mm. uh, from Forest fans, clearly under a lot of pressure. I thought he performed brilliantly and did what he needed to do when he came on. Um, and that's what's so impressive is that all of those players that were on the fringes clearly feel energised and confident enough to do that and to, to see out the win. Um, so I like that it's been a completely fresh start, but that also makes me feel confident that we will get out of this relegation battle because all of the, the majority of these players that we've signed are decent players yeah. and can, at their best, really compete in the Premier League. And so that's another reason why I feel so, again, relieved because clearly yeah, I mean, ingredients to, to go and yeah. do it, right? Fans bidding off Montiel after a couple of shaky performances. I mean, that was nonsense. You know, you got a World Cup winner there. He's a quality player and he showed it again today. Sangare is another one, right? Uh, didn't become a bad player overnight. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. But I'm excited for what we're seeing early doors. Yeah. Try not to get too carried away. You know, maybe I had one or two too many whiskers yesterday. So, <laughs> trying to say I'm an even keel now. 
uh, Nuno actually said that uh, this was a good win and it was exciting, but Forrest can can build on from this now. Uh, we face Man United next week on the 30th. Uh, Anthony Alanga's former club. Can I just want to touch on on Alanga and, and forgive me for reading for, for reading down at, at my phone as I kind of read these stats. Seventy eight percent pass accuracy for Alanga today. Forty one touches, five ball recoveries, four ground duels won, three key passes, two dribbles, two big chances created, which led to two assists. What a performance from him! Um, kind of especially in the second half. The Newcastle defence looked really, really scared of him, and, and kind of watching it um, on the TV with with family, we were kind of just shouted at shouting at Alanga to just go on, kind of run at them, and 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 that's exactly what he did, and 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 was able to do that. And the stats don't lie, did they, Max? Kind of just looking at, at, at that, what a player he's he's becoming for Forest, and again, hopefully now beginning to re- really start thriving under the the new era. I mean, yeah, I think he had a really good performance. The stats definitely don't lie. But the stats just make me think how much better that performance could have been. You know, that that could have been a, you know, it could have been 5-6-1 if, if he'd have got things right. But so I, I don't doubt that he's been a really good player. And, um, you know, he scored, he scored a few goals for us. So good on him. Uh, and hopefully it gives him the confidence to to have that, just that that moment in his mind of clarity in the final third, you know, to, to be a bit more confident. It was a great performance, Max. But my, my overwhelming feeling about Alanga still, despite those stats, is, mate, you know, you, you, you could have scored two goals as well as get two assists, you know. Um, and that, But that's exciting because I do think that he's clearly a coachable player. You know, he's come from United's academy that, despite all of their troubles, produce good players. So, you know, he's got a good pedigree and I've got no doubt that he'll get better this season and Nuno keeps talking about wanting to coach players and improve players well you know he's going to be I'm sure fast tracked in that process and be really successful this season well, one stat agree, Max, yeah one stat that you did miss on Alango which I thought was delicious is he's now been involved in eight um, you know contributions to goal goals or assist eight this season which is more than all of the, the goal contributions of the front line of another Premier League team. Do you know which one? Uh, Manchester United. United. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Very good. Well, I, I've been going on. going on to that, Mark. You know, I, I'm I'm really excited about the Man United game. Not yeah. at all that I think it's going to be an easy win. But let's be honest: if you want to play Man United, it's now. A bit like today, if you want to play Newcastle, it's now. They're on a on a touchy run of form, and I just yeah. think if we can start the first five ten minutes well get the city ground sort of get the city ground roaring then i really do fancy our chances because they like we have recently really lack a backbone and um and i feel like it it was so frustrating to lose to them having gone 2-0 up and throw that mm-hmm. away but, but hopefully this victory gives us that sort of steeliness at the back and that self confidence to go ahead and then defend it because let's be honest they're really struggling aren't they so i'm, I'm excited for that fixture yeah, and there's more to come from Callum Hudson Odoi as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely, and also living in Manchester, Max, the the, the thought of of beating Man United. Um, yes, I am. I'm very excited for that game. Uh, but but Mark, kind of just just kind of touching on 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 that game again. It's a good time to play Man United. It, it, it's the third game in this new era, and um, 
I promise I'll, I'll I will stop using the new era uh, after a few uh, after a few weeks. But but this is this is the right time to play Man United. And as Max said, then with the city ground rocking with players like Elanga, I mean, can you see Nuno kind of sticking with this with this side? Don't fix what's what's not broken. And 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 Steve Cooper found it so hard to find consistency in a starting eleven. So surely now after a win away at, at, at Newcastle, a very good side, a top six side, albeit not at the moment, then then surely kind of Nuno's got to stick with this side going into the Man U game. Uh yeah, I mean I think obviously you've got to drop Chris Wood now, put a Rigi in. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you're gonna see you're gonna see Sangare out of the starting lineup of course because of the suspension. So you naturally imagine that either Dominguez or Yates are going to step in there. I'd be partial to Luke Ryan Yates as he's become the new uh Premier League Number one S house um, this season, absolutely fantastic. Love how he gets under opposing team players' uh, skin um, and fan skin as well. Um, you know, I don't know, Max. I don't know whether or not he'll keep this team. We've seen now, you know, two variations, and both have been successful to a certain degree. Obviously, he didn't win that first match, so you might question that a little bit. But um, I don't know. I think we could see Topolo come back in. Um, and Nico Williams has been, I think, excellent. He's been, I don't think he's been one of our best players of the last few games, quite honestly. He may, yeah, he's susceptible to a mistake, but um, he's come on really, really well, I think, since Steve Cooper reintroduced him a few matches back. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. But I think one thing that Nuno has done now is he's he's given himself choices, right? He has, he has options. Mm. It's not a case now of just kind of whacking down the same 11 and crossing your fingers. Um, there's competition in this squad. And I think um, off the back of this victory, players are going to be fired up and desperate to play in that next match. Definitely. Max, just finally to kind of finish us, finish us off, I kind of just want to touch on, on Chris Wood again. Uh, kind of listen to him in, in his post-match interview. He talks about, you know, that's what he needs to do as a striker, score goals, five goals for Forrest so far this season. If if, if he can remain fit and, and if he can remain kind of the way he's been today and, and, and being in the right place at the right time, albeit a, a very good finish. It wasn't a typical kind of trademark Chris Wood finish as well for that for that third, the, for, for the chip. Um, but how vital can he be for Forrest whilst Taiwo is out? And, and of course, that will do his confidence the world of good today. Well, it's massive. That's what we've lacked, isn't it? Someone that can score goals. Uh, and Mark said it earlier, I don't necessarily think it's been Chris Wood's fault. Um, we, he's not been getting any service. Um, that's not to say that Chris Wood's been performing fantastically um, but uh, and it's and it's everyone else's fault. But now, now that there is clearly a structure in place to to give him service either either side and have Morgan Gibbs-White playing in that position, that's going to be massive until Taiwo comes back. And if he keeps scoring goals, then at least Taiwo's got some competition, which he hasn't had. Um, so it's but it's really important he continues scoring goals and that the players around him create those goals. And if that happens, then that, there's there's no danger in Forrest getting dragged into a relegation battle. So, um, you know, long may it continue. And hopefully this gives Forrest a bit of a blueprint to to know how to feed Chris Wood and play to his strengths because he's not as quick as Tywo at his fittest. He's not as strong as Tywo at his fittest, but he knows where to be. Um, and clearly he can finish. So, you know, crack on, boys. Exactly. Crack on. That that will do 
It was nicely. Nice to nice to smile and, and talk about Forest yeah, at, at, at Christmas nice. time. Um, Max, thank you for your time today. Enjoy the rest of your Boxing Day, whatever you're up to, mate. Yeah, and you, mate. And you. It's been great to chat. And, great uh, to chat to you as well, Mark. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Fingers I, crossed for a I, Christmas jumper next time, Max. I'm actually demolishing this oh, and reading this. This is my Boxing Day. Very well, nice. this is this is mine. Hey. Very good. Very good. Uh, thanks, as always, for tuning in to this instalment of Garibaldi Red. Remember to drop us a like and subscribe and follow across Spotify, Apple Podcasts and YouTube. We will see you next time after or before the Man United game, actually. And as Forest win 3-1 away at Newcastle, have a wonderful Christmas time. Thanks for tuning in.